0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to the podcast today. We're going to go ahead and start chapter 17 today. We finished chapter 16 yesterday. And verse 1 says, Now when they had passed through Amphipolis and Apollonia, they came to Thessalonica, where there was a synagogue of the Jews. Then Paul, as his custom was, went into them, and for three Sabbaths, reason with them from the scripture. Now I want to point out something here. He, as his custom was, so he is continuing to go into the Jews even though in chapter 13 he and Barnabas boldly proclaimed that they were washing their hands essentially of the Jews and they were going to go to the Gentiles exclusively. But even in that specific call and commissioning by the Holy Spirit they still had a heart for their countrymen, they still had a heart for people to know Jesus of all types and all kinds. And so, friend, you may think that your ministry or your your specific passion is in one area. Maybe you think missions is is your thing, or you think uh, you know reaching out into gang gang members' lives or is your thing, or you think reaching into the the gay and lesbian community is your thing, or you think reaching you know the homeless or feeding the hungry or whatever it might be. I just encourage you to always be about the work of the Father, because Jesus always is is in tune with the hearts of hurting people, no matter where they are or who they are. And so whatever your own specific passion might be, always be like Paul and, and Barnabas and Paul and Silas here, where they are always looking for opportunities. And so the most ripe opportunity for them each time they made it to a certain town was to just You know, show up in the synagogue and start teaching the Jews. And that would normally lead them into some other uh, avenue where they could reach into the Gentile community of that city and so forth. But once they would go into the synagogues, almost every single time if you'll think about it, there were Jews that were converted. So now what they do is they have a base of operation, they have a support team that would then uh, enable them and empower them to go into the To the community of the Gentiles so whenever you are in a situation where you have the opportunity to reach out to somebody in the love of Christ do so because what that'll do is that'll strengthen uh, your base of operation it will give you the ability to reach further at another time than you currently could and it will build a team around you and remember what we talked this last Sunday in church teamwork makes the dream work teamwork makes us dangerous to the devil in every uh, conceivable way his whole desire the devil's desire is to divide us and to splinter us and to cause us to be at odds in fact the Bible says in the New Testament that where there's envy and strife in which is two main main things and we're gonna see that even in this chapter today but where there's envy and strife there's confusion and every evil you know, where there's envy and strife, the enemy can, can set up shop. There's every evil uh, 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 present in, the, in, in that environment. And so I just want you to know that you and I have a decision today that we can make, that we can say, you know what, I'm going to shun the opportunity to be offended. I'm going to push back on the opportunity to be envious. I'm going to rejoice when people are rejoicing. I'm going to weep with those that weep. I'm not going to look at other people's lives and, and measure my life against that. Everybody's running their own race. Everybody's in a different lane. Everybody's in a different time frame. You know, I can't look at people that have been serving God since they were 18 and working in ministry since they were 18 and say, boy, I wish my church was as big as theirs. I went to Bible college when I was 30 years old. I went into full-time ministry when I was 33. Uh, You know, I, I came into this thing a little bit later than most. Uh, so understand this, God's still using my life and God's still using my ministry. He's going to use your life and your ministry as well. Your ministry may be suiting up and going to work as a carpenter every day. Uh, you know, it may be suiting up and going to work as a manager or a salesman or, or a, a, a lawn care specialist. Whatever the, 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 the thing is that you do for a living right now. That's just a disguise for your ministry. That's just a a front for your ministry. You're going to go out and you're going to touch lives with the love of Jesus no matter what you're doing. And so here we see here that they are in the synagogue as their custom was ministering and reasoning with them from the scriptures. It's no different than what Stephen did before he was stoned. He began to reason with the Jews to get them to listen to him, to get them to open their hearts to him so that he could get the truth into their life. They needed desperately to know Jesus. Jesus was alive and so here we see now in verse number three it says that they explaining and demonstrating that the Christ had to suffer rise again from the dead and saying this Jesus whom I preach to you he is the Christ let me let me talk about this verse for a minute or two we hit um, a couple of weeks ago in church on Sunday at New Creation Church Acts chapter 5 in verse 42 and maybe you can remember back that far with me on this study but I doubt it it's been several several months now but um, The last verse in chapter 5 verse 42 says that everywhere the disciples went they did not cease teaching and preaching jesus as the christ and we talked about that word christ in church it's christos in in the greek and it means the anointed one and it implies god's anointing so the anointing anointed one and his anointing is what christ means in the old testament the same word is messiah or mashiach it means the anointed one and so jesus is the christ christ is not his last name no matter what the hollywood writers think christ is who he is his name is jesus his position is Christ his position is anointed one his position is uh, the Messiah and so in Isaiah chapter 10 verse 27 it tells us that when we're standing against the devil and all of his yoke and all of his bondage and all of his um, entrapment against us it says that the anointed one or the anointing rather will break the yoke it is not our intelligence that breaks the yoke it is not our goodness that breaks the yoke. It is not our intention that breaks the yoke. It is not our our um, um, repentive attitude that breaks the yoke. It is simply the anointing that breaks the yoke. And so see even when we're trying to get free from things that are holding us back and afflicting our lives we must get our eyes on Jesus because he is the anointed one. When Jesus comes into our situation illumination happens the Bible says the entrance of thy word bringeth light well remember he is the word in the beginning John chapter 1 was the word and the word was God and the word uh, I'm sorry and the uh, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God and so uh, Jesus is God the word God the Son and the entrance of the word brings light sometimes we just need the wisdom on how to stand we need the wisdom and understanding of what to pray and how to expect and how to believe and so the the power of god comes into our situation through the word it brings illumination it brings wisdom with it and now we are equipped to just stand and receive what Jesus already did. It is the anointing that breaks the yoke. And when the anointing came, and when the anointing died on the cross, and when the anointing was resurrected on Easter Sunday morning, friend, listen to me, the anointing broke the yoke. And now you and I simply stand in that completed work. Boy, this is a revelation. I hope you're getting this. Now we stand in the completed work of the anointing, the Christ, the Messiah. Uh, And now we expect and receive full deliverance from the things that afflict us, the things that bind us, the things that entrap us, the things that imprison us. I'm talking about addiction, depression, discouragement, hopelessness, helplessness, all the things that come against us to steal our joy and steal our life. Friend, today, remember, Jesus is the Christ. Paul preached it. The early apostles preached it. They believed it. And if we want to live the way they lived, we must first believe what they believed. It's not about doing what they did. It's about believing what they believed. And if we can do that, we will live fully, faithfully, fruitfully, and powerfully upon the earth. Well, friend, that's all of our time today. Thank you for being with me. We only got through three verses, but they were powerful. And uh, we'll pick up right here tomorrow as we continue on our study in Acts right here on the podcast. God bless. I'll see you soon.